Welcome to the Fierce Frempreneur Podcast. I am your host, Josie Maldonado, a life and business coach, an event planning guru, and a mother of two. I started this podcast to share my story, my truth, and my growth journey. I'll be discussing real-life struggles and hurdles and ways on how to overcome them. Because I want you to walk in your highest power and live a fierce and fabulous life without giving a fuck about what other people think. I hope you enjoy the show. I can go back to that half cup, though. I can go back to that half, uh, half full, half empty. Yeah, but I had to reintroduce yourself. So, technical difficulties. <laughs> this is my first in-person interview, and of course, really? I have it with... I wouldn't even know that. <laughs> Since we've been recording for five <laughs> minutes with no mics on, I wouldn't know that this was your first in-person okay, interview. This is my first video recording with the person. Wow! I've done it. By I've myself never. And I've, I've had no errors today. I've, I've never. Been, I would have never known that. You know what? You're so be I'm gonna say thank you okay. for your patience mm-hmm. and for helping me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right in, in public. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, it's my name is Chef Lucky. Um. <laughs> I'm I'm a chef, uh, restaurateur, and soon to be a business coach and author. <laughs> There's more to me, and it'll come out in this uh, interview as we're speaking. And I learned today that he's very handy and tech savvy. Yeah. So I appreciate. Oh wait, that. you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I said thank yeah. you. No, I know. I'm just making sure that you know you're welcome. Okay. Uh, so when people see you on Instagram. I'm sure they, you know, Instagram to me is, can be a facade, but when people see on Instagram, they say, oh, he looks successful. So I want to know what is your definition of success and do you consider successful currently? So my definition of success is peace. My definition is always peace because if you control your life in any aspect of it, business-wise and all that, it brings you peace. So peace to me is being successful. Uh, I don't work for anyone. I work for myself. Um, I don't have to really deal with what um, I would say some people in society have to deal with as far as like nine to fives and all that stuff. And when I say this, I don't mean it to knock anybody who has a nine to five because not everybody's built to do what I do or what you do. It's not, this is not easy. So in that aspect, the peace that I have from knowing that I can control my schedule, I can control those things, that's successful to me. So if you ask me today, then yeah, I would say I'm very, very successful. Do you feel fulfilled in the things you've done so far? I do feel fulfilled, um, but there is space for more. Um, And lately, I'm drifting to the side of being more helpful to other entrepreneurs, not even only in the food industry, but just in life, that that aspect of it fulfills me. So that's where I feel the next chapter of my life or book is going into. You mentioned before when we didn't record about how <laughs> I want to talk about the half cup. But I mean, the cup half full, half empty. Okay. So we got into it, uh, the topic of saying the cup half full, half empty. And I want to hear his opinion on it because everybody is, is different. And I was explaining it to my son. So, so perception. Perception is the what makes you look at the cup and say if it's half full or half empty. Um, for me, basically, I feel like if you're in a bad mood or science not going on, 
good in your life or at the moment or anything like that, um, you're going to look at the cup as half empty because you're just in a bad mood. And your aspect of it is not like, oh, well, I have half a glass. You're like, shit, I, don't, I only have half. You know what I mean? So it's really the, the perception of it. If you're in a good mood and things are going cool, you're just like, shit, man, I got half a cup of water at least. Like, you have that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's all about how you look at it. That's how I explained it to my son because he said, well, it's the same thing. I don't know why people even ask that. And I said, well, when you're looking at the glass, it is the same thing. But if you're analyzing the situation that right. you're currently in, it can go both ways, like you said. Right. Like, if you're dying of thirst... And you only that shit's half, half fucking empty. And then you're like, fuck, I only have half. How do I make this, you know, last longer? So, or it could be the other way. Like, I'm so happy I have at least half of the right. last full. So, he understood it after, but it was weird. I mean, teenagers, so. Was, I was happy he asked a question like that, though. What makes you feel inspired? Or what inspires you to feel like your best self? What inspires me? Shit. Love. Yeah, I always say that. Love love inspires me. It inspires me to do better, to cook better, to be around better people, stuff like that. I like the feeling of love. So therefore, giving that feeling through what I do and say and receiving that from what people do and say, that that's it right there for me. That's, what, that's my whole inspiration. That's interesting because not a lot of people, I don't think even understand. Right. Yeah, like people are so, like associate love with just a relationship. Right? Or like your kids or you know, unconditional love. But that's interesting. I like that. One of my favorite topics, and you know this is support. And so I wanna know what do you why do you think certain people don't support others particularly you, let's say, right? So how do you feel about that? Like why do you feel that people don't show support? So Actually, for me, because today you have, you started a, uh, a oh, yes, there's a competition called favorite chef. And, um, I, I'm just gonna be honest, right? I'm your chef's, I'm your favorite chef's favorite chef. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Cocky as fuck. <laughs> we just said this morning it wasn't to be cocky. No, it, I'm cocky as fuck. <laughs> but the I truth is, the truth know. is, the truth is that <laughs> I, I say that. In, in the aspect of, um, I do it because I'm cocky because I help other people to be great and I help other chefs and other cooks to be great. So therefore, whether they're doing amazing, better than me, they're, they're, they're doing everything that they want to do. I'm, I'm in the background winning because I'm cheering for them and I'm pursuing and making sure that they are in the right place at the right time. And, Stuff like that. So for me, that's what makes me cocky as far as this competition because it is a popularity contest. It's based on votes, no actual cooking, no actual anything like that. And obviously, there's ways around popularity contests. I'm just keeping it real. I'm I'm good at what I do, but I'm even better at helping other people. So, so in that situation, you will kind of see who supports you. Oh, 100%. Because... There's the ones that clap on the low, yeah. the ones that clap, that don't clap at all, and then the ones that clap in your face. Yeah. Positively, like, obviously, great job. So, my thing is, like, you were in the hospitality, right. you know, so am I, event planning and all that. So, we cater to people. But then it's like, there's people that I surround myself with that do the same thing, 
but may not want to see me level up. Well, I, I feel, I feel, I feel like everybody wants you to do good, just not better than them. Yeah, that I, is that's nice. that's what I feel when it comes to the industry, in any industry. That's how I feel. Um, and that's and that's and and then for me personally, for me personally, I feel like, um, I wasn't always this amazing. Um, I wasn't always like helping people and stuff like that i have a very dark past and it's wild and crazy past and there's probably i would say more than 75 percent of people that knew me back then that still think i'm that same person because a lot of people don't know how to let go right so for me it's it's everyone that like if you told someone who just met me recently if you told them my past before I did, they wouldn't even believe you. They'd be like, nah, that's not the same guy. You're, you're fucking full of shit. They, that's what they would say to you because that's, I don't even know who that person is. And I don't speak ill of the dead. So it is what it is. I'm speaking ill them. That's the truth. Um, you said before that you weren't always, what you say? That you weren't always amazing. Yes. So. That's funny because it leads into the next question. You know how people are up and coming. You have for me, you have planners, new entrepreneurs, but they want to go up here right away. But you just said you aren't always this amazing. No. So, like, my thing is, why do you think they have that mentality of like? I feel like it's entitlement. Like they are like, I'm here, I started, but like I know more than you now. Right. No, I think I think it's uh, I think it has a lot to do with. One, the generation, right? Like, obviously, I'm older. I come from an older generation, uh, where not, not where hard work, where hard work, <laughs> <laughs> where hard work beats talent, right? That's that's the generation I come from. So the new generation is based on what social media sees and shows and what celebrities are doing and all that stuff. But before that, you just had to work. There was nothing else. There was no other outlet for you to showcase what you did, but by being so good that you were booked and that you were everywhere and all that other stuff before all the social, before all that stuff. You That's how you, anyone knew who you were. That's the only way it would work. Because you were present. Because you were present, right? So now you can have, in let's say for me in my industry, now I can have a 20-year-old up-and-coming chef on OnlyFans cooking naked <laughs> and she would be what the most job? right and she would be the most requested chef in the world. And her food, and tastes, her like food tastes like shit, right? <laughs> so for me, that's that's what people are competing with. I'm not yeah. competing with that. I don't compete with anything that's not I it's 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 me versus me to be honest. So it's like yeah, it's me versus me. But I like I wouldn't compare myself. That's a better word. I wouldn't compare myself to a chef that's that does that. Like I wouldn't compare myself. Like I own restaurants, cafeterias, food trucks. I travel to cook for people. I've traveled out of state, out of country to cook. I, I I've done it all. So for me, that is what I. If someone is doing the exact same thing, then that's what I want to strive to do more of but i don't want to strive to do more internet gains and followers and stuff like that to by by 
disrespecting my craft. The truth is, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. No. I know someone right now that maybe she has 2,000. And her company is in like three countries. Yeah. All right. Not her, her item. Yeah. She's not even, she's in stores. And she doesn't have a following. That's what I'm saying. It's just she put herself out there. So you don't really need to believe the whole TikTok, social media. Like it's it's it helps. Yes, I gain I gain clients from there, but I also don't. I gain clients more of word of mouth. Yeah, most of my clients come from recommendations, right? referrals, and or like I've been there at your event. I eat your food. Oh my god, who's the chef? Or oh my god, who decorated? So for me, when I hear oh so and so gave me your number, I'm like oh that's so nice. I don't remember the last time someone said I found you on like I went to your website or like I found you on Google. No, actually, that, that that happened to me. Like the last uh, food truck event I did, I well, when good. I yeah, yeah when I pulled up, I was like, "Hey, how did you how did you hear about me?" Because like it was far from here. I'm like, "Yo, how did you hear about me?" And she's like, "Oh, I was on Instagram and blah blah." And then I saw your food, and then people were talking about it. And I was like, "I bet." Like that was so cool. That's what I'm saying. It's hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like some people are solely like, "Yo, Instagram is it for me?" Or TikTok is it for me? And I just feel like. What if that gets taken away from us tomorrow? But that's what I'm saying. Like, no, but that's what I mean. That's that's what started all of this stuff, though. The pandemic. Everything got taken yeah. away from us. <laughs> like, no, seriously, that's what started all of this. Everybody, everybody, and, and, and for everybody who, who started a business during the pandemic, I applaud you because you, 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 you needed to find something during that horrible time to make yourself feel better or your life a little better. I make money. Right and make money, yeah. so it was it was good. If you did it and you're still doing it, I'm I'm clapping for you, honestly. Um, but but that's what changed, like, in two ways. The pandemic changed the world. It changed the world in itself, and then it changed the business world. Yeah. It changed the way people do business, how they interact with businesses, and all that stuff. So that's why social media feels to people that it's so important feels that way but if they if like you said if it was taken away then 90 percent of new entrepreneurs would be out of business yeah that is true they would be out of business because of the simple fact is that they they haven't done the the legwork outside of social media to be relevant outside of social media i like that and i agree with it and before you were saying about competition i don't believe in competition yeah. I only compete with yesterday's version of what man in the mirror. <laughs> um, so now that we say we, we talked about how amazing you are now, all the things you're doing. So if you had a moment to talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell him? Like tell him something to alter his life. Whatever you want to tell mm -hmm. yourself when you were 18 years old. Not a thesis. No, 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 because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like, like, tough, like everything, tough. everything that I've been through has made me who I am. So I don't know. No, it's not even about regrets or anything. No, no, I know. But I don't know if I would tell him anything. Oh, really? Right. Because if I tell him something, then what he if he, change. he might change something and then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here, this person. So I probably wouldn't tell him anything. That's a good, that's, yeah. the, that's the glass half empty. Half yeah, half. no, seriously, because, because like, it, it does make sense. I, I get it. I wouldn't because I, listen, there's some shit that I wish never happened in my life, but it happened. 
and it made me who I am. So, yeah, bro, I wouldn't say shit to him. I truly believe everything happens for me. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything to him. I believe we're at the right place at the right time for a reason. Um, so I actually like that answer. I wasn't expecting it, honestly. Like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting all it gas, all. no brakes. <laughs> all gas, no brakes. Just go. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good one. All so, gas, no brakes. Just, just go. <laughs> just go. That's it. So what's a piece of advice you would give to a fellow aspiring chef? I know you help business owners too, but like, chef. let's say a brand new chef popped out. He doesn't really do social media now. And he's like, yo, I found you. Just like, what is a little token, little piece of advice you would give him hmm. or her? I would ask them, what are they willing to lose? Do you want to elaborate? Yeah. So most people will be like, oh, I'm going to do this because I could win this. Or like, I could possibly win. I could do it. But what are you willing to risk, right? Besides money. Because money is something that you can make back. What are you willing to risk that you can't get back to be successful, to be relevant, to be important, to make a difference, even if it's with food, because food makes such a difference. Um, what are you willing to lose to gain that? You know what I mean? And, and that's where the hard work and stuff comes into. And hard work requires time. People require time. Loved ones require time. Kids require time. Relationships require time. There's only but so much time in a day. So what are you willing to risk? If you're willing to risk your food or your learning or your cooking time and your practicing time and your researching time and your writing stuff down and making recipes and grocery shopping, if you're willing to give that up for a night of drinking, if you're willing to give that up for a, someone's birthday party, if you're willing to give that up for, I don't know, anything. Vacation. Vacations. Yeah, even that. Like, if you're willing to give that up for a, a, a temporary feeling of fun, then this isn't for you. Because in order to do everything you're supposed to do to be successful, you have to sacrifice people. And that's, people don't want to lose people. I think time is huge. Yeah. Um, people don't understand you that. Lose, yeah. You lose a lot of time. Right. You figure if you sleep eight hours a day, right? That's a, that's what? A, that's a fourth of your day. If you're working on your craft and you're brand new, you're probably putting in 16 hours of work. Mm -hmm. Then you have eight more hours. Right? And in those eight hours, you got to figure out your entire life. Your entire life is built on a day of eight hours. What you do in those eight hours is up to you. And if you want to be successful, then you continue to work. Then your 16-hour workday becomes 18 hours, becomes 19 hours. You have to go to doctors. You have to go to get haircuts. You have to do your hair, all that other stuff. You got to say hi to family. If you're in a relationship, you got to make sure you spend time with your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You have to do all that in a matter of eight hours. Now, if you don't have the right person around you or people around you, then those eight hours are going to be the worst eight hours of your life because everyone around you is going to be upset. Everyone's going to be mad, sad, they're disappointed. Right. They're not, they're not understanding because they're like, well, I go to work from mm -hmm. seven in the morning and I'm home at five. Like, why can't you do the same thing? Right. You know, or all this other stuff. And that's 
that's the reason that when I say like, what are you willing to lose? Like, are you willing to lose everything? And I mean everything in order, and I and wait, lose everything temporarily. Yeah, it's not right. It's just lose it temporarily. Um, and if you're not willing to do that, then this this might not be for you. And it's not only a chef because chefs we people don't understand, man. We there's there's 16 hour days. It's normal. It's so normal when 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 you're doing this um, for yourself, especially if you're in a restaurant. Right. When you're doing this for yourself, and you have to do everything, 16 hours is a normal fucking day so yeah that's crazy <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so yeah what are you willing to lose like I, I, would, I would i would literally ask him like what are you willing to lose and if you're not willing to lose all that stuff that i just mentioned then and this might this not might be it you know because you can't you can't have you can't have both when you're starting you can have both eventually you just can't have it when you're starting both with f capital Capital F. I'm, I'm laughing because um, it's like when they say can't have your cake and hate it too. This is entrepreneurship. It's yeah. literally that. Both. Both. B-O-A-F. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to talk about some stuff that has to do with um, not not so much business, but more personal life. Not like in deep personal, but when it comes to like conversations that men and women can't have. Conversations men and women can't have. Yeah, that are like, right. too touchy or like. Let's make it happen, Captain. So, let's talk about male and female friendships. Platonic. Hate them. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Get out. <laughs> no, no. I think I think. Um... So now, so, so the... is it possible to be friends with the opposite sex without any? sexual chemistry i guess and of people you know there are always gonna be people assuming no i think i think there's i think no i think it's normal i think how do i explain it so i believe that in the industry that i'm in right so for me most of the people that i deal with outside of the restaurant or the food truck when i get hired for private events when i get hired for for private dinners and all that other stuff right 90 percent of the people that i deal with are women yeah because we're the ones that hire you right so <laughs> so for me i feel that it's normal to have i think i have more female friends than i do guy friends if i'm being honest that i mean that I, when i and, and i don't mean like associates or people that i know and stuff like that i'm talking about like like people that like really fucking know me like that i talk to i think i have more female friends than i do male friends in that aspect of my life there's a lot of men that wouldn't say wouldn't be able to say that because i feel like they're not in tune with their i don't want to say feminine side but i feel like we each other like men and women need that other person yeah that doesn't have to be their significant other right that you can go to that you can talk to and it's not a problem no i agree because i feel like it's almost if you're in a relationship right you don't know what that person is feeling, right? So they'll argue with you or whatever. They might have opinions or comments. And then who do you go to about it? Your boy? Right. And he's going to be like, oh, fuck her. Or, or she's going to be like, fuck him. Right, right, right. No, you, I've been in that situation where I'm like, I want to talk to somebody about my significant other and our situation because I want to understand what a man is thinking. Right. Because I'm not a man. You know, I can only 
have so much masculine energy but i feel like it's important also to have it as support um not just friendship but like you know that cheerleader that that person that's there for you no i agree i mean i honestly i agree i think it's normal i think it's a, a it's a I think that a lot of people ridicule it and make fun of it and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of people don't believe it. Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they ridicule it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I gotta be more than friends and blah yeah. blah. Like I like I think I think those people are are jealous and envious of a friendship. I think that the the way you vibe with someone might piss off another one of your friends. You get what I'm saying? The way you the wow. way you vibe with that like if, <laughs> like like me and you. Like like yeah. me and you, right? I'm pretty sure there's people that's like Oh, no, nah, nah, nah. you know, talking oh, shit. Yeah. And but those are the people. And the reason, in my opinion, the reason those people say that is because they don't they see how connected we are. And they're like, damn, like, I don't have that connection. Right. Like, that's, right. Like, why don't, why don't I have that connection with her? Or why don't, why don't I have that connection with him? I thought we was just as tight. But then I, I feel like. When you're single. It's all only your friends are talking right, about. Right, right, right. But if it's your significant other and you're giving this is where I feel like it goes wrong. When you're giving your friend more attention than your significant than your significant other. And then the ones that are like if you start a relationship today and you have the circle of friends and then Fulano or Fulana shows up and that's your new friend, that gets weird. Right, it's like, number three. I know, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I get it. <laughs> Come from all of a sudden. That was me coming into the the, the, hey. the three amigas. I'm that was me coming to the three amigas. We're like, like ah, hello, now you're number four. <laughs> now there's I'm four of us. There's four of us. Legit, real shit there's legit. four of us, and you are I'm number four. three. And I'm not four. You're <laughs> number three. Guy here. That's literally lucky. Literally. This is lucky, guys. I am. I am perfectly I'm fine be with being uh, number two. Liz, I love you. Oh God, the dramas. Um. All right. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not gonna go over. Oh, that's not gonna go over. Well. That's not gonna go over well. Uh, that's not gonna go over well. We're all friends. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's one topic that I always feel like rubs people the wrong way. And then my f- non-favorite favorite is finances finances there's a lot of people my social no what the fuck are you trying to do out here <laughs> i said finances not yeah, your government so no i'm talking about in general like so we're friends right we talk all the time about how's work going and you know if you made an event or if you got an event you made this much i made that much whatever like i don't mind sharing shit like that right because i'm like and I don't mind sharing the fucking struggles like that. I'm fucking, there's no. nothing going on this month, right? Like, we need to do something. But there's people that, like, cannot. And I don't know if it's, and it, it's primarily in relationships, too. I feel like there's an ego trip. Like, if your significant other makes more money than you. Oh, my God. Shit, my significant others before <laughs> have always made more money than me. <laughs> you crazy as hell. Uh, yeah, no, they held it down. Like, <laughs> I was boss doing bad, bro. Like, nah, nah. Like, I mean, no, 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 nice. Individual, individual oh, relationships in my past. <laughs> it's wild. You never know what's going to come out of our mouth. But, um, um, but no, no, no. I feel like, like for me, I mean, was it always a bad thing? I mean, yeah. Like, it bothered my, you? 
that I wasn't making money? It bothers everybody. No, like, it better. <laughs> it fucking better bother everybody. Bother you? Let's no. You were both making money. Just a scenario. You're both making money, but she makes more than you. Does it bother you? Does that bother you? No. Would it be one of those? Oh my god! I'm in a competition with my fucking spouse. Hell no. Okay, I don't care about that. No, because there's people like that. No, I don't. That care. are like. Oh my I don't. God. I don't really care about when it comes to that. I don't care about. Like I've I've been on both spectrums of it. You get what I'm saying? So, like, I I started my life on the spectrum of I wasn't making a lot of money. I was just working regular jobs, and my 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 ex wife my ex wife at the time. No, but I'm t- this is nineteen ninety like nineteen ninety nine. It was like eight twenty seven twenty five. Yo, yeah, I got it made right now. It's fifteen. Yeah, it was seven twenty five an hour. Like. I was a dental assistant for that fucking like that's how much I was making. They make like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, or more. way more. <laughs> I know my ex-wife makes way more than that. I'd say that fucking much. But she, but she, but even even at that even at that aspect when we first met, we we were working together, and even at that aspect, you know, we were we were probably making the same amount of money, and then, you know, life happened, and I chose different aspects of life and work, and she stood there. And she was making more money than I was, and it was what it was. Into, into I wasn't making any money, mm-hmm. and then that became you know issues in the relationship because of finances, obviously, and stuff like that. And then I've also been where she, like I said, like where she held it down for so long, and then I've been in relationships where I held it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like relationships are supposed to do that, right? Like, you don't got it, I got it, yeah. it's versatile, but it can't just be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got yeah, it. no, no, I agree. Because what the fuck? Like, and I read somewhere, I heard somewhere, and it was like, you want to be treated like a queen, treat your man like a king. Right. And I agree with that. Right. Because I'm like, and everyone used to tell me that I'm crazy, but I'm like, well, I don't always have to wait for Christmas to buy him something or, you know, right. birthdays. Like, I'm more of a, I saw this and I thought of you person. Right. Like, I don't want to wait for... I don't have the money right now. Like, as I honestly, like, well, nothing, everything, todos queda. we die, and everything just, right, right, so, right, like, right. I feel like I'm that, let's go do this now before we don't do it. Yeah, that's my life. Well, yeah. That's my life. <laughs> Currently searching. It's like, oh, wait, I get an email, it's like, oh, $20 off of your flight. I'm like, dope. <laughs> $20. <laughs> <laughs> I got it was a deal. That, that's my explanation. It was a deal. I got a discount. No. Like, I got a discount. Yeah, I think it's twenty dollars. I'm good. That's it. Twenty dollars. Yeah, did you travel during COVID when they were like fifty bucks? Oh my god. So during COVID, I so did you get all your miles back then. Yo, sure, sure. I, be, I became I became a one K member back then because of that during COVID. So so during COVID, I practically lived in mexico i, w- I went to mexico you were solo trip? yeah that's when i started yeah so i went to mexico during covid 19 times no you're not so I only, you're not you don't have a mexican passport yet so i only worked i only worked on wednesdays oh and sundays God. oh meal prep you were only there right. twice a I, week twice a week so i only worked on wednesdays and sundays so what I would do is, so I would take your food. I'm out. I would cook. I would cook on Sundays, right? Because Sundays I would cook for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So on Sundays I would cook, 
and I dropped the food off and Guillermo um, would do the deliveries and then I would go to the airport and I would fly on you Sunday. No, so I would fly on Sunday and I'd come back on Friday. Guillermo, Guillermo would cook on Wednesday because he only had to do two meals instead of the other. You had a, you had a I had a whole system and I would do it um, twice every month. And that's what I would do. So yeah, hell yeah, I traveled a lot during COVID. <laughs> Fuck, I love it. Oh, so, um, just in Cancun, I remember somebody sent me a, a meme, and it said uh, during COVID, and it said, "Y'all jokers." It was, was like, "Yo, y'all jokers turned into living to Dykeman." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone was, everyone was there. Like, yo, I didn't even get to go poop out of the here, but I'm like, yo, why is everybody going? Is it like free over there? No. I'm so confused. So no, so literally the whole is not that cheap. So the hotels, so the hotels. So my flight and and the hotel, which was a resort, all inclusive, whatever. I think it was like three hundred and seventy five dollars. <laughs> for like five days. And that's all and, I was, and that's all inclusive. But I was in that motherfucker. <laughs> Five days. Everybody in there, in the everybody who worked there was with mask on, and now I was smoking bud every day. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, and then the hotels were at like forty percent capacity. So whatever you thought you couldn't do when you were there, you could do it all. Like you know all those body beds on the beaches that niggas wake up at like four in the yeah, morning. Yeah, pay extra. Yo, no. I'd wake up at like two, drunk as fuck, just walk there and lay down. Like they were all open. There was nobody at the resorts. Yeah. They the they resort the, rules. the the resort had like. 12 restaurants and only one of them were open and then every day they would do a theme from the other restaurants in that main oh. restaurant so like if they had a japanese uh, restaurant let's say on wednesdays would be the japanese day and then the mexican thursday would be that's how it was so it was pretty cool but the thing is that they had to because there weren't enough people at the resort yeah. they had to figure something out yeah like everybody else yeah it was it fun was though crazy. it was a lot of fun well kudos to you on your uh yeah. travel plan yeah <laughs> So, um, converting to Mexican. Yeah, I'm shocked you don't have the. Yeah. I'm trying to get my Mexican passport. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, this is, it could be personal, whatever. But what is something that has been on your mind recently that you would want to share with your listeners? It could be something you want people to stop doing, something you're over. Like, what do you want to cancel? <laughs> cancel. I'm not part of the cancel culture. But I'm saying, is there any, I don't know, that's when you vibe? Yeah, so. no. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> what is something that's been on your mind recently that you would want to share with the listeners? What's this up? Aside from your dad jokes. Which are pretty awesome. I'm not going to not gonna do that today, though. Today's a good day. We're God's focused. watching. We're focused today. <laughs> but just in case you're listening... Do you know why Barbie can't get pregnant? Why are you laughing? I just want to ask my question. Do you know why Barbie can't get pregnant? The reason Barbie can't get pregnant is because Ken comes in another box. <laughs> guys, guys, this is my friend, like, you're a comedian. Yeah. Also, aside from his book, he's starting a dad joke book on the low. It's his little black book. But what was, what okay, was... so the one thing that I would like to, I guess, just tell people is 
it's is is honestly it's a it's an old statement um but um your words can cut deeper than any knife can so watch what you say or watch who you say things to or about this world as huge and ginormous as it is it can fit in the palm of my hand with how small it really is so your words can cut deep and some people might not like the reaction of what happens when words are said spoken of or heard so i would say watch your words i literally just said yesterday that to me not people are like actions speak louder than words words are very hurtful right and i feel like they last longer you know i i do remember people's actions but like when someone says something that i'm like wow that made me feel terrible i'll always remember that i may move past it but i'll always remember mm -hmm. I remember what the fuck you said in 1990. <laughs> you know? I got receipts for days. Receipts, don't play with me. I got a whole album on my phone called Receipts. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a good idea. Say slick. What? <laughs> Boom. All right. And what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Ooh, this one's good. I think people believe that I am some like party animal and all this crazy stuff and i'm always wilding out nightclubs drinking all this. i think i think people think i live this lavish fucking party celebrity life and i am home 97 percent of the time i am home by myself in the basement watching tv probably listening to music 97 percent of the time Guys, I can vouch for this because when me and Lucky started talking more often last year, um, I would be like in the middle of a conversation with him. I mean, good night. Be like, good night, and I'm like, it's nine. Good night. <laughs> and I was just and going he to bed. Would straight up, cut me the fuck off and go to sleep. I'm like, I'm still talking. Ah, like, nah, I, my alarm, my phone. My phone me it's time for bed. I'm going to bed. I'm like, wow. I am. I really am. I am. I don't. How, what's the saying? I'd rather be alone than in bad company. Oh, that's that's a good saying, yes. That's that's me. I'd rather no, be alone. Bad company. No, no, no. no. Yeah. But I'd rather be alone though. I'd rather be alone because I feel like, um, you know, when I like like earlier when we when you know when you when you were so amazingly doing this podcast with no microphones, um, wow. earlier when I. <laughs> When the, when the, when, when the God light, when the, when the God light. shined his light on me, right? I was receiving all that energy, right? So, so, but you, but it was so set. You see how easy it was to receive that energy? And that's the same thing that I get from people. Oh, you're an empath. Right. So that's the same thing I get from people. So if I'm around you, whether you're bad company or not bad company, gonna feel. I'm going to feel it, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you're saying everything right and you're doing everything right, I'm going to feel that negativity. Or there's something that's going on, and it might not be negativity towards me or anything. It just you might just be in a bad mood and stuff like that. So for me, that's what I mean by bad company. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't like the bad company thing, um, because because I don't have bad company. I don't I don't I don't sit with bad people anymore in my life. You get what I'm saying? Like I I sit with people that want to do good and want to do better in life and stuff like Did that. Did your mother ever say to you you are who you hang out with? Yes. That was true. Yeah. No, it's 100. percent 
that's very true. I used to get so mad. Like, that's my best friend. Yeah. No, but that's right. That's why for me, it's like I, I, I'd rather be alone because then I don't have to absorb anybody else's issues or problems. That have you ever looked that up? Because th then you're an empath. Because you you've told me right. you rather hold on to people's yeah stuff so they don't have to. Right. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Because like, I can hold it. Yeah. Because I can hold everybody's pain and hurt and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I eventually, they gasta. No, no, but, but, but the thing is that. The thing is that I, I, that's what broke me yeah. is holding on to that. That's what broke me. So, so now you know how to let it go. So now I know how to, now I, I can, I can still hold all the weight. I just choose not to. Mm -hmm. I'm still strong enough for it. And I still do. I'll like, I'll make sure, I'll make sure that like when it comes, when it comes to people that are very, very important to me, if they're going through something, I can hold on to that from them because I care for them, right? Because they're a part of my family, a part of my circle. I can hold on to all their hurt, pain. I, I, I'll take it away from them. I'll do whatever needs to be done to make sure that they don't feel like that and I'll take all their feelings and I'll do it because I can I can hold on to it while they're still mad, sad, grieving, whatever it is. Yeah. I can hold on to it and then when they're feeling better, I just let it go. But that whole time of them trying to get to feel better was made easier because they didn't they didn't have to worry about that stuff but i used to do that for everyone that yeah, was no, the problem that was the problem because i did it for every single person that i knew well you probably back then didn't know how to no 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 i didn't no, no that's therapy yeah that's, that's what therapy. i'm saying back then it's like oh i'll just help everybody and yeah, then it's no, like sorry. who's helping you right so. thank you mr rodriguez that was therapy Shout out to you, <laughs> um i have some bonus questions that you don't know about uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> this is just random as fuck. What's the craziest thing you've done at a grocery store? <laughs> oh my god! So at Restaurant Depot. <laughs> so at Restaurant Depot, I literally filled up two carts of groceries, and as I was getting ready to line up to go pay, I realized that I didn't have my wallet. Or anything like that. So I walked down the aisle where no one was looking. And I just left. With the stuff? No. Oh. I left it there. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. They have to put all that back. Man. Why don't you just say I'll be right back? Because I could. Because <laughs> I didn't know my wallet was. Oh, and then I lost my wallet. Know? Yeah, I lost my oh, wallet. So really didn't no, I lost it. No, I lost my wallet, my license, my credit cards, everything. Oh, no. Yeah, so I guess that was the craziest thing I've ever done in a grocery store. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's just fucked. It's all fucked. Yeah, that's it, though. Everybody's like, who the fuck's cards yeah, no. are these? It sucks, too, because they all know me about my fucking name and everything. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, and what would you pick as your last meal? Like, what do you mean? Like, if you know it's your last meal. Like, I'm going to die? I mean, yeah. No, I ain't going to die. What? <laughs> <laughs> We? That's not a we, motherfucker. That's what that sounds like a you oh, problem. Whoa, that sounds like a you problem. Okay, guys, he's a fucking vampire. vampire. I am not. Uh, um, pastelon. My mom's, my mom's pastelon, or a close second, or if I could have both, would be my mom's lasagna. When did she make it? I want to try it. I'm gonna try it too. I haven't had her forever. <laughs> Oh, she, yeah, she comes up all the time, bro. I'd be like, Ma, can I get pepperoni? Oh, 
the platanos are not good. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> buy them back, buy them when they're not good. They're hold them for like a month and then cook the pakelun. No, but she'd be like, have a specific way of yeah, she that. don't play that smart. shit. I'd be like, Ma, can you make pak- no, the banana? Every I'm like, Ma, every time, do you know that I go to the restaurant people all the time and I see the bananas good? Do you want me to buy them for you? And then she goes, No, no, she has to touch them. I wonder where I get that from. That's why I do my own grocery shopping. All right. If you were alone on this earth, what would you spend your time doing? If I was alone? One day on this earth, what would you spend your time doing? Like with no one else in the world? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do anything. By yourself. You said you're a loner. That's too alone. <laughs> I to hear people. That is so alone. But no. no, no, no. I That's can't. Not I, you really wouldn't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do. I really wouldn't know what to do. You like alone time. That's 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 alone alone <laughs> though. I don't know about that. Oh my god. So if I damn no, I don't know. No. That real talk, I wouldn't. You don't like the idea? No, I didn't even know. I don't even like the thought of it. Honestly, completely alone with no one else in the world for one day. Yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. I nothing. I'm blind. I have no idea. My last question. Wait, no fucking. What the fuck would you do? I don't know. I think a lot of this is in my interview. <laughs> when you come, I thought we were talking. When you, <laughs> let me think. Let me think by myself. I think I would just sleep. I can't. All right. Next no, question. you would do something more fun. Yeah, lo jodiste. I don't want to be. By Next myself. question. <laughs> this is the last question. If you could have any superpower, what would you have? What would you ask? If I could have any superpower, any power. teleport. Mm-hmm. I hate sitting on the plane. <laughs> Yo, you'd be going faster. Every day. Wait, like, where are you going? I'm here, back. I can't do this. I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling energy. <laughs> There's too many people here. I feel, like I, I feel like I want a croissant. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Why? Patties. I'm playing in bed. I'm a croissant. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, teleport. I would like teleport. I didn't think of that. I always said flying. But now I'm like, now Teleporting seems faster. Well, yeah. yeah. No, it is faster. I'm pretty sure it is. Get a little portal. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days you're going to start a fire. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, in Paris. <laughs> oh, you croissant. Oh, my croissant. Oh, my God. All right. So, do you have any questions for me? Okay. Because you not. We are good. Oh man, I hope this sounded good. Since this is her first recording, I think we did good. Listen, whoever comes after me, you're welcome. We have six. Um, we did six tries before. Wow, that's impressive. Lucky seven. Look at that. I think we're good, guys. Uh, when you when you um (laughs) when you hear this or see this, uh, it's my Instagram's at it's chef lucky. Ladies. Primarily, and gentlemen, this is. Oh, I know that this is uh, for the ladies mostly, <laughs> but I just want to say really quick. Um, I am a, a man, obviously. Uh, you can tell in my deep voice, which bothers some people. Oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> oh, so I just want to say that um, I, I genuinely feel that is cliche and as it is or whatever like you 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 women are 
really, really important in this society and in this world. And I'm blessed that I am surrounded by amazing women that I work with, uh, amazing women that I'm raising and stuff like that. And women that raised me. So shout out to all your females. Thank you for being on the show and for uh, helping me set everything set up. The whole... This is why Latinos don't show up early to a party. <laughs> This is exactly why you don't show up early to an interview because yeah, we should have put. Oh, well, excuse me. Don't show up to the interview early because you're gonna have to set everything up yourself. Set everything up for you guys. We're good. So that's great. Peace out. Thank you. Lucky, I'm out. Mike. <laughs> that's wild. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple. And you can share it with a friend who might be interested in this episode. Also, if there's a topic you'd like for me to discuss or you'd like to discuss with me on the show, reach out to me on Instagram at it's Josie Maldonado with a Y. And don't forget to shop my Etsy for some Fierce Femme merchandise at Etsy shop the Fierce Femme. Thanks again. <laughs>